1: You did it. Did you test?
2: Test, test. Levels look good.
1: The levels are good. This is awesome today. I feel like this seems like a hard rock guitar solo. It probably has one in everyone's mind Mm. who would listen. Mm Mm-hmm. There's been a shake-up in the awesome verse. Oh, my. You, Meg. (laughs) Who are you? The proper host, you, Meg. Uh, You've surrendered. Yeah. Producorial responsibilities. It's true. You've claimed that you're willing to be produced.
2: Yes, I am. And
1: so, welcome to Awesome Today. This is your slapdick co-host... Person of whatever name you want to assign him here to present you the incomparable Meg. Wow. All the clapping.
2: Okay. That was good. Say
1: something now that warrant all of that introduction. Welcome back to Awesome today.
2: And yes, it's true. Kyle's back in the producorial seat. Back not, not to be confused back in with the produce, saddle
1: there's well back in the produce section let's be honest i love to sit on produce <laughs> it's a fetish of mine
2: we are not here to kink shame anyone
1: I'm including not you anyone. including love, you i love a good basket of produce underneath my basket of manliness <laughs> you cursed. You didn't. murmured a curse I said, oh my gosh No, you said, oh shit I no. heard it I saw your I mouth I would own it I would own it if I no, said that No, that's, that's unlikely I've known you for nigh on 27 years
2: It's okay I don't have to prove my point Because it's literally on tape
1: Yeah, it is And also what I saw with my own eyes I saw the mouth make the words Oh, yeah That was the slow-mo version I
2: like the implication that I'm a ventriloquist, though that I can I say something different that. than my mouth makes the
1: Um Your mouth made F. the words, yes. And then you yeah, you are a ventriloquist, a.k.a. a liar. <laughs> so, just so the good people know. People, the good people that listen to this show are used to watch, read, listen, lifestyle, and an extra L or two for any reason whatsoever. <laughs> That's gone. Hope you're happy. It's gone. Mm-hmm.
2: Because, because
1: everybody liked it, and
2: we're here to take away good things. <laughs> if
1: we're no, if we're being honest, if we're being honest, and we try to be honest, or at least I do. Meg doesn't always try to be honest, except for when I pressure her towards it. Yeah. If we're being honest, Meg loves whirl, and you guys have responded with great strength to whirl. So that's going to be taken out of the cellar. That is awesome today. <laughs> And it's going to be pr- brought into the limelight.
2: Paraded around town.
1: Paraded about shamelessly in front of everyone. On YouTube. On YouTube, on Instagram, on all the places. Yeah. You can't deny it now. I've I, let the cat out of the bag.
2: As you know. And as
1: we all know, we love cats in bags.
2: <laughs> let them out. Let them all out. I have a complicated relationship with Instagram, as yeah, you may know. know. I know. I know. But I am enjoying dipping my toes in the waters,
1: the sweet, sweet waters of you Yeah. It's a little freaky that you wear shoes when you do it, but even still, it's fine. Shower shoes. Yeah. Yeah. You can't trust who else has had their shoes in the waters of a place. When you lived Especially in the- Especially if you've been in a public shower. When you lived in the college dorms, yes. did you wear shower shoes in your shower? No, because we didn't have a communal shower. Yeah. Not proper. Not like a whole hallway shared a big toilet of a shower. Yeah. Because, listen, people people do things in showers. Guys do things in showers. Um, so do you. In fact, I think you violated our home shower more than I have. Stop. You're That's embarrassed because I've untrue. called out the truth. No, it's okay.
2: Categorically it's untrue. okay.
1: Hey. I don't judge. You did not wear shower shoes. No. I shared a shower with... Whoever was my roommate, which after my first two weeks of college was no one ever. I never had a roommate again. Excuse me. Drew has entered the chat. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. There was the third year in or something. There was a half of a semester that I had a roomie, but he was
2: fastidious. No
1: offense to Drew. In fact, I appreciated about yes, I appreciated it about drew is that he was more anal retentive than i was about cleanliness and yes. and um what's the word hermetically cleansed and sealed things and whatnot um he he basically took a shower inside of a, a raincoat <laughs> i don't know if water ever touched his skin the shower never was dirtier because he'd been there yeah um no i had just brief just that brief stint of a roommate after my first two weeks of college. There was a, a few months where I had a roomie. After that it was it was a sweet, shared a shower. And other than my first year of college, that's a whole nother story that we won't go into And in how I waged a secret war yeah. against those guys. Mainly because the butthole kept trying to put his washcloth on the shower head. That's unacceptable. And that I'll let all of you ruminate upon <laughs> yourselves. It's unacceptable. After that, my, my sweet mates were pretty clean folk. And so you know, communal shower was maximally at any given point in time, even when I had a roommate, three people that intermingled, we all took showers together. That's yeah. how you imagined it. We were all in there. We only ever took a shower together, all three of us. It was a small shower. Oh my
2: gosh, I'm just and it was awkward. Showers in
1: Pontiac. We did what we could. That was um, the name of the dorm, Pontiac. Yeah.
2: So over in Pasagi, where I lived, we I frequently would have there would be four of us girls to a suite, so mm-hmm. four people sharing the shower. I still never really felt compelled to wear shower shoes. There was one, oh. no wait, one, one or two blessed semesters where i was an ra yeah and in my section of the dorms the ra got a single room and single bathroom like a single room with an ensuite bathroom oh wow that was the dream See, that
1: wasn't the case because i was also an ra which stands for resident assistant yes yes yes, or the res ass as we called it (laughs) you in in pontotock you didn't get a private ensuite at best you had a private room so if the other if the adjoining room had two patrons then it was three three people per shower and in Ponantok you all had to shower at the same time yeah okay that's Good. not true that's of course but anyway
2: um, how did
1: we get here to shower shoes well i don't know i don't know you had a you had a weird fixation with shower shoes
2: i've never worn them
1: i have and i hate them okay they're terrible are they just like cheap flip flops worse than cheap Okay. Think about flip-flops that make you dirtier for having worn them.
2: <laughs> Great. That's awesome. Now,
1: yes. when you come from the world of of communal showers, which athletics, which is something I have a, a background in, that's one such place. Mm. And if you're taking a shower, especially after a sweaty practice with a bunch of people, you want the shower shoes there. For sure, did you
2: have shower shoes in the field house? Is that where you guys showered?
1: That is the place where all the people, all the men, get naked together <laughs> or women if it's a women's field. I was field like,
2: house. I thought it was called a field house, but mm-hmm. then I was like, is that right?
1: Yeah, okay. Did
2: you have shower shoes there?
1: Yes, and no. Do you think yes, people- and no? Do you think do you don't even care for the rest of the answer? Or are you just on to your next question? I do have one question. Okay, hold your thought on yes and no. I'm trying. Do you think
2: kids today
1: wear Crocs in the shower for shower shoes? It's possible. Okay. It's possible. They might call them docks because it's a wet area and boating and okay. nomenclatures. All right. That didn't land well. Yeah. All looked like I never said it.
2: <laughs> so what, did, what was the yes and no to wearing shower okay. shoes in the field house? When
1: I was an athlete, and that was a long time ago, when I was an athlete, there were shower shoes available. Okay. But also... The the field house, as you called it, which is correct, was less than 500 yards in imperial units from <laughs> our dormitory. And I've, I've never, despite all of my experience in the world of athletics, I've never enjoyed being naked around other men. Okay. It should be something you're thankful for. Mm-hmm. And so <clears throat> after practice, I would not... Shower in the communal shower. I'd pull on a pair of transitional shorts, indoor t-shirt, and I would transport myself back to the suite where I only had to shower with three, three other, two other men at the same time. Got it. Um, young men, as they were. I just I would not I wasn't down with that scene. But for anybody that wanted to shower there, there were shower shoes. Now, when I was coaching, which yeah. was for the next decade plus after that, yeah. Um, everywhere that I ever coached, yes, absolutely, there were shower shoes, and all of those people, unfortunately, those young men were located further than I was from their home semi private shower yeah. and nobody wanted staff infection and that 's a real thing yes, that 's a, real, a thing real thing in a athletic setup sure. right yeah, and so they would shower there, and they had shower shoes, which were very weird pontoon shoe things that elevated them out of the always standing water in the communal shower of mm-hmm. other people's body oils and sweats and probably some urine and maybe some dookie.
2: <laughs> okay. I didn't know we were gonna get this well bodily focus. There was one kid
1: I coached. Everybody called him Big Ken. Mm-hmm. And he was big. He was over four hundred pounds. He was a big human. He was big like man. six eight. Yeah. So don't imagine a Five six person weighing four hundred pounds at six eight four hundred he wasn't a he wasn't sloppy okay he was just a he was a large human, and that's a really big person when you're that big, this is getting graphic, and I hope everybody's been like kids <laughs> earmuffs don't listen to this when you're that big, you can poop and it doesn't make it all the way out of your crack for a few hours can't poop these pants at practice a few times. We we all saw it. Yeah. White practice pants and yeah. the mushrooming okay. clouds of Great. poo stain that sure. came forth from sweat and Got things it. that happened. It's gross, but it's a real thing. Yeah. It's a real thing that happens. Bodies do body things. You didn't want to shower with Big Ken. There was going to be poo in the shower. So if you had to be in there, you wanted shower shoes to elevate you out of the standing water because there was 18 shower heads going and the drains yeah. only... Big enough for so many shower heads. Indeed. That was a lot. You wanted, you asked, I told you. Did you want all that? Well,
2: happy Easter, everyone.
1: Happy Easter. <laughs> wash your crack. <laughs> all right. You disagree? No. Everyone should wash their crack. It's a good practice. It is a good practice. You're the producer. it so feel better to call it a crevasse. Uh. No, I like... Okay, you like crack? Crack is better. Crevasse
2: feels unnecessarily elegant. Well, when you're
1: big Ken and you weigh 400, it's more of a crevasse. Okay, okay, all
2: right. Just in fairness. Yeah, I get it.
1: Here's what I want to know. Here's what I want to know about you. You're into things, right? Mm Mm-hmm. You don't always share all the things you're intimately into. Mm Mm-hmm. What has consumed... The headlines that you'd bother to click and read the title of the article. What has been that for you this week?
2: Well, the breaking news over the past twenty-four to forty-eight, yeah, twenty-four I was hours say, maximum of forty-eight. Forty-eight by the time the people are listening is the breakup of Taylor Swift and Joe Alwyn.
1: What's your stance? Were they really together to begin with? I have, I have theories. throw, throw the hot take out there.
2: <sighs> My theory is that they were. A PR relationship In the beginning Okay Now They were together for six years Yeah And I think it was
1: So were you and I
2: At one point yes We yeah. were and We then, just kept going And then going. we went our separate we ways We just kept going We
1: just came back together to record
2: Yeah That's it And have children We were We'd been yeah. married for six years When Daisy was born
1: It's true It's true um, We'd already separated twice so.
2: <laughs> That's not true
1: Not officially Not on not, a, not in paperwork That can be tracked we had. You'd left me in your mind.
2: No, you left me. Remember? No. You moved to St. Marcus when I still lived in Fort Worth.
1: But I drove home every weekend. Not every weekend. Well, That's most weekends. Mm. Okay. Um, 2.5 out of 4. I made the. And it wasn't a short drive. It is nothing, Texas. nothing in Texas it's a is a big state. Drive. It was three and a half hours Yeah. minimum investment just to get Depending back. Depending on how traffic in Austin just for was. for that booty call.
2: Yeah. And it gave us a child. You liked it.
1: You liked it. Don't deny it. We
2: had our first child.
1: When you weren't busy offering up special favors for... The pizza guy. For the pizza place
2: Okay, Um, That's a whole story. Yeah. So I do think that they were a... they The
1: pizza guys? No. Taylor and Joe. Stay stay focused. I'm trying. I'm trying. I didn't know we were going all the way back to the original topic.
2: I do think in the beginning they were a PR public relations contract relationship was he a rebound for her
1: was he a rebound for her from harry styles or harry anyone styles else was years ago yeah but hurt still hurts
2: yeah <laughs> um i don't know i don't think that he was no i think that they had an arrangement now okay i personally business, business i do think that's how it started i personally believe that they had planned to end things in 2020, and then the pandemic hit. They couldn't
1: get away from each other. Yeah. They were quarantined.
2: They quarantined together. And I do think that they, they probably girlfriends. developed some feelings for each other. Now,
1: Feelings? Like, expound on that.
2: I think that they – I don't know. I think that they had – More of a relationship than a contract relationship. Okay, because of the pandemic. Okay, when they had to live together. Now you know, famously, he has writing credits on Folklore and Evermore albums. Did not know that under the pseudonym William Bowery, and it wasn't revealed until pseudonym. Yeah, it wasn't revealed until much later that that was Joe. If you're to believe all of the narrative that comes from. Taylor Nation, the Swift verse, the Swift verse, exactly. Oh my gosh! I saw a TikTok. I think I even showed it to you, where a woman was talking about being baptized into Swiftianity. Yes, Swiftieanity.
1: What a brilliant... How, how have I never thought of Swiftieanity? Yeah, that was good. It if was you can amazing. find it again, you should oh, I've it. got
2: it. Don't you worry okay. about that. I okay. saved it on TikTok. You know, you can save things.
1: You don't know because you don't, I don't use TikTok because that I way. don't. I don't have a an account proper. Your user
2: one five seven eight six niner question
1: mark niner <laughs> foreplay something yes um feel free to use that anyone that's great yes
2: so i am not even a little bit surprised Ooh, hey yes here's the thing you don't care about this but I'm i care you because you care go for it <sighs> As you know, before the Eras concert in Arlington, when I which I went to, here we
1: are. I know I was here four days by myself.
2: Yes, and you with, barely survived the Great with War.
1: Four babies, <laughs> oh, now three God. babies and one mostly adult that helped me survive. That yes. would be our second daughter. Yes, she's a champion. She is,
2: and um, I had memorized, and I'm not exaggerating when I say memorized the set list. Yeah. That Taylor had been performing at the Eras Tour since it opened in Glendale I know you on do. March 17th. I know you do this. Well, imagine my shock and surprise. You we,
1: didn't say chagrin. I was hoping you No, I wasn't chagrined. chagrin. Okay.
2: I was surprised when we get to night one of Arlington, and she switched out a song in the playlist. How dare she? Well, listen, the plot thickens. So I'm like checking my playlist. Joe sang I'm, it. No. In fact... Side note, Joe has not been to any of the oh,
1: eras. Believe me, I read Nights. I read so far. I only read it because I care about you. I read and saw that commentary that of course they were getting ready to split because he's been to none of the concerts. He's,
2: I think they they split before the concert and yeah, here's why. That's fair. Because that it makes sense. Um he has not been to any, not a single one. Of the concert so far. Now, people are like, oh, he's filming in England. Well, guess what? He's filming with an actress you may
1: know as Emma Stone.
2: Oh, I do know her. Who has been two heirs.
1: She saw Harry's Potter. No, that's Emma Watson. Okay. Yeah, that's a different Emma. Okay, That's fair. But Emma Stone may have seen Harry's Potter. I don't know. Well, we don't know. I know he puts his Potter out there for all to see.
2: He did do that. on that. In a stage play he was in.
1: Yeah. I'm aware. Okay.
2: Trust Um, me.
1: I wore my shower shoes. Let's go (laughs) back. Let's go back to Arlington. (laughs)
2: Night one, Arlington. I'm there with my daughter, my sisters, my friends. Yes. Yes. Your three daughters. No. One
1: (laughs) of which is biological. The other two are your sisters. (laughs) No. They, They don't listen to this show. So I have no problem throwing the funk out
2: there. Okay. Just listen to me. Okay. Okay. I'm trying. She switches up the playlist. The Your sister did no Taylor. The song that had been on the playlist from the first song from the um, folklore. No, I'm sorry, the Evermore set mm-hmm. is the had it had been Invisible String, which is a song purportedly about Joe.
1: It even references Joe specifically. It calls him the Invisible String. That tells you the power of his manhood. <laughs> no. It's an invisible oh, string.
2: The the theme of the song is that they've been living their whole lives and all of these like things were happening that all along it was leading them to each other. There was an invisible spring, string tying them together. Kyle, that song is about Joe. Everyone understands that to be true. Yes. She switched it out for a song called The One. The One is about a breakup. Wouldn't it have been Ooh, fun if you would bird, have been Joe. the one? Wouldn't it have been fun if you would have been the one? So there was there was foreshadowing, foreshadowing aplenty. At the time, I was checking my playlist and looking around with absolute shock on my face because well, she one of changed your it sisters sang
1: all the lyrics yeah. better than Taylor did. Yes,
2: now she covered in that those Arlington sets by saying like, "Oh, I know you guys have the playlist and you've got it memorized, but we're Trixie's on this tour and we're changing things up, like." It was just like, we're just switching out a song. But in retrospect, Kyle, she took out the song that's about Joe and put in the one. I have
1: 1.5 statements to make. They're connected. That's why one of them only gets half of a credit. Okay. I think the relationship with Joe was over long ago. Yeah, I would agree with that. And they both agreed Yep. for... PR sake mm-hmm. that stands for public relations thank you. yes for PR sake they both agreed to make it part of the production I agree to bring it to fruition for the public's sake but I, I think they've been done an eternity ago and I don't remember what my point five statement was so let's all pretend like that happened
2: thank you for agreeing with my theory
1: yeah yeah and hey I want. To her
2: Yes And him I And hope him
1: May they both
2: enjoy the future ahead of them
1: Maybe I care less about him I only care about her because you do And so I'm okay. a violent defender of her oh, oh Okay Everyone needs a violent defender
2: So I can start playing Taylor around the clock on the home No, pod? I didn't
1: say I was a violent advocate I said I'm a violent defender
2: Okay, alright There's a difference Got it Okay
1: Whew Okay Hang on, I'm blacked out a second. Where are we?
2: We're in we the middle of awesome today.
1: Okay. So we talked about Taylor. Have there been any other points of interest, whether they be articles, headlines, things? What what has I know one thing that's influenced your week in a massive way. And that's a 50+ pound dog that oh. developed a case of the poo of <laughs> the Hershey squirts. <sighs> I've
2: dealt so much more with poop, like, and it's not just poop, it's diarrhea, guys. Yeah,
1: not not just yeah. diarrhea. It's explosive projectile diarrhea.
2: Well, at first it was. It's calmed down now to where it's uh, more it's manageable. more of an ooze. Gross.
1: Yeah, but, yeah. but it is gross. Yeah. and It I is ha- gross. Everybody either owns a pet or wishes they did, and they need to hear about this. Okay.
2: this is This is solid evidence for why you don't want to own a pet. Look, in this family... I deal with diarrhea, yeah, and vomit. Yes, and she also did throw up once, and that was also unpleasant. Mm. But I'd, I'll take, I'll take vomit over diarrhea on the
1: wall any day. (laughs) And and I think it's important to identify. You said diarrhea on the wall. (laughs) She wasn't free roaming. No, she was. We knew there was sickness involved, and she was confined to a cage at night.
2: Actually. She doesn't usually sleep in her bed at night, but that particular night she had come up twice to wake me up to go potty. Mm-hmm. And I just thought that she was being annoying at the time. And so after the second time out to go potty, I put her in her bed because I didn't want to be awakened again. And that is the morning that I came down to Diary on the Wall. Yeah. So she was trying to tell me, bless there her was little like, heart.
1: She's not, I mean, 50 pounds. Yeah. That's like, what, a second grader? I would guess in human terms. Yeah. She had to, have, that night she had to have expulsed a gallon. Yeah. It was so much. Vileness. It was so
2: much that you and I had to,
1: we had physically to physically carry her cage outside to hose it down. Yeah. It was, it was, it was vile. Very powerful. Yeah. Very big.
2: Yep. So that was the low light of the week.
1: Well, here's a highlight within the low light. Okay. We've talked about this before. Lamborghini.
2: Oh, yes. That was a highlight.
1: Lambergés yep. came about because of in the medical world. Vile smells. Because of the stench of vile smells from humans that were still alive, but that were decaying while they were still alive in hospital wards. That's, it's, a, it's a valid truth of war and history and things. The lamborghini was the win. Yeah, when you have a portion of your home filled with a violating, yeah. human or animal, yeah. in our case an animal, the lamborghini does magic things to pull, yeah. rotten stench from the air, and know. so it's magic. Now I'm listen. I'm fully willing to accept my patheticness as a human. I don't deal with poop. Mm-hmm. Of any kind.
2: Solid liquid in Mine, between.
1: I black out when I take a poop. <laughs> Meg regularly has to wake me up and wipe me. It's, it's ugly. It's real. It happens, okay? Yeah. I cannot, without myself making a bigger mess by retching on the floor, I yeah. cannot clean up poo. It's horrible. Mm-hmm. What I can do is I can light the lamborghini, and that's what I—that's how I stood in solidarity. You did from a distance you beside yes. you. Yep, I lit the lamborghini. You did to help kill the house stench of things to the point where when our children awoke finally, because we get up earlier than they do, uh-huh. they were like, "What are you even talking about? It doesn't smell like poo in here." Lamborghini for the win. For the win. Everyone should have a lamborghini. Do it. There's really no reason not to. There's a million cents available if you want a scent. Yeah. There's also scentless. Yeah. If you're offended by scents. Exactly. You should have a Lamborghini. And they're not even paying us, and they should. GD it. They should.
2: <sighs> yep. Lamborghini. That was a win within the darkness the despair that's the not over yet weeping she's and, still it's like i said she's still making poo it's tapered off it's uh she's she's not great yet it only
1: feels like a victory because there's not a gallon a day mm. and trust me i'm as the mathematical man that i am i've measured the poo quantity <laughs> yes it's a lot
2: what i was going to say was the highlight of the week okay was helping our 18 year old
1: daughter 18 Prepare for prom I'm not even old enough for an eighteen year old in some cultures.
2: Yeah, I know. Isn't that crazy? This Here we culture
1: are. I'm way overage. But in <laughs> some cultures.
2: She went to prom. Yep, senior prom. Senior prom. hmm You know what's next?
1: Um, freshman orientation well, at a college? Graduation. Well, I mean, yeah, but who gives a crap about that? Plenty of people. Some people. When that's the pinnacle, then yes. I think it's the pinnacle of your schooling years. I disagree.
2: Well, you're
1: one to talk, Mr. Salutatorian. Um, I was I don't... a salutatorian. You know who showed up to celebrate me? Your family. No, like a couple of strangers. They're like, I, I know that guy. No, nope, they not were true. both drunk, both of those guys, and wearing shower shoes, which was awkward at graduation. <laughs> yeah. Might I add?
2: Yes, exactly. So we got Daisy through senior prom. She and her friend that she went with requested specifically yes. that they be delivered to prom in style via Lola.
1: Lola the Jeep. Yes. Who is, in fact, the epitome of style. Mm-hmm. We pulled When we pulled up to drop them off, oh, there yeah. was a police car that otherwise would have been, I feel like, quite aggressive. But they were like, no, you know what? I respect the Lola. And I'm just going to let this all happen in front of me. We... we undoubtedly, temporarily parked illegally to drop the children off. But the police were like, no, hats off to you, sir. That's right. And I only know this because one of the gas stations that I frequent, it's also a convenience store, if that turns anyone on, Mm -hmm. um, they staff off-duty police officers just to to be a discouragement to anybody that would want to act a fool. Mm -hmm. And... Meg, I can't tell you in full accuracy the number of instances where I've just gone there to do my convenience store business <laughs> when one of those off duty but on duty officers has been like, "That's the greatest jeep I've ever seen yeah, there's a lot of I have involuntarily a lot of conversation with police officers, and I feel like we hold a respect for one another. Except for when I publicly urinate or do things of that nature. Uh Then they're like, you you can't do that. Yeah. It doesn't matter how many times I apologize while I'm doing it. (laughs) They're like, you you just can't. Sir, sir, you can't do that.
2: Just to revise and, and let the record show... That's not true, and also it you true, you won't even could be you won't even pee off the back deck when you need to I go. Won't so do you know why? I know you're afraid of being a sex offender. That's the thing in most
1: states. I don't if think you that's pee right. outside and get caught. You can in
2: your own backyard. You can be
1: convicted.
2: I'm not talking about I'm not talking about being on the corner no, of 5th either. and Main. I'm talking about in your own backyard. Yes. You can pee. I am confident of that.
1: I am not confident of that. In fact, I'm aware of instances where that has made somebody have to register as a sex you offender. You show me the receipts on that. the entirety. Okay. I you will. show me
2: the receipts on I that. I
1: will, and you'll not bother to step up and admit to the semi-awesome community here. Okay. That is I'll a- tell
2: you what. All right.
1: Oh, you think you think you're gonna throw a flex out
2: here? This is the flex. You show me one example. Holy shit,
1: this is the easiest task ever. Okay.
2: You show me one example of okay. one person. And I'm not talking about just taking an ordinary leak, okay? That that is what I'm talking about actually. Just like going outside and peeing normally. I'm talking like if they there is no outside te-
1: peeing normally.
2: What? what who the That's, hell are you? What are is you talking nature. about? Why do
1: you, you think there's... Have you... When's the last time you peed outside? Thanks for rubbing it in my face that
2: it's not so easy for women to pee outside oh, or away it? from a toilet. Isn't it? It's
1: not. Instead of standing, you have to squat and that makes it all that much harder?
2: Yeah, it does because pee gets all over your legs. We've talked about Listen, this. Listen,
1: I I pee all over my legs, just on principle. If you can show me one case
2: of a man I will. who was... Had to register as a sex offender. This is the no, no, easiest listen, thing ever. Listen, I will. This is the parameter. Yeah, This I is know, the parameter. And I got it. In the charges filed against him, there was no one else around in his backyard when yes. he peed. I understand if there's like a a yard full of five year olds at a birthday party, you can't be yeah
1: that's different whipping your penis out like
2: woo look
1: at me I'm penis man that's different
2: you can't do that if it is a a man single, alone
1: in his backyard I literally have the receipts already for this I don't have to look anything up
2: then when this episode drops I will go into the awesome today group and say I stand corrected
1: okay well not that that means. Anything, because everybody else is like, oh, yeah, you can't do that. Everybody Nobody else is thinks
2: already, that except you.
1: Everyone's already agreeing with me.
2: Nobody thinks In that. In fact,
1: if I were the one taking the stance that you could, they'd already be condemning me. No. They would know. No. You can't do that. Yeah, you can't. No, you can't. You're- you, you who are the non-wielder of a peony, you can't come in and make bold peeny statements you don't know i know i've lived my whole life with this thing between my legs i don't even know what to do with it it's awkward
2: you're the one that gets to pee <laughs> Outside or in a bottle no, or wherever don't.
1: wherever the no, situation don't. allows. That's the thing. I don't. Okay. Look,
2: I I look forward to the proof.
1: No, you don't because I already have it, and you're all denying still. You don't. You're. You'll never admit it. I will you admit liar. it. You liar.
2: I will admit it. You're I will not. I will say. I stand corrected, and I, I will no, post the link won't. in the awesome today
1: group. No, you won't. Yeah, I will. We'll see.
2: Okay, we will see.
1: Holy shit. <laughs> I am exhausted from the bull poo of all of this. You're so wrong. It's embarrassing. Okay. I hope no one listens to this episode. Okay. Which probably is pretty accurate anyway. But I hope no one listens because it's embarrassing for you. Okay. And I love you. And I don't want you to be embarrassed.
2: Mm-hmm. All right. It's sad. I look forward to it. Should we to- take a
1: moment of Meg silence?
2: <laughs> no, we don't need a moment. Let's continue on. Okay.
1: All right. Whew. I'm rubbing my head in disbelief. Okay. Have there been any other things this week? We had a diarrhea dog. We had Taylor's faux bow. The faux bow. Nice. Is there anything else that's just deeply impacted you as you've traversed the week?
0: PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss.
1: Well, and Des- getting Daisy ready for prom. Yes, Daisy ready for prom. <gasps> um, Which you did a lot of makeup work.
0: We did a
2: lot. There was so much that was involved in getting I her from.
1: Uh, she had a, a a bud, a friend going with her, and I even had to do some jewelry work. You did some jewelry work the, too. The jewelry fell yes. apart, and I have I have oddly no explanation needed. I have jewelry pliers, <laughs> no. and I fixed the necklace
2: when I picked them up from dinner. She was like, my necklace is broke. Do you think that Daisy's dad can fix this for me? And I was like, yeah, I do yeah. think he can.
1: <laughs> Oddly, no explanation needed. He can. <laughs> why the hell do I have jeweler's pliers? I don't know. I don't know. Why do, pe- why do people accumulate the things they do? Yeah. Here's a good segue. What weird thing have you accumulated?
2: Well, it will be in my possession momentarily. Are you talking about specifically something?
1: Yes. What's something... That I picked up this week? No, just in general. What's something in your possession that there's no meaningful explanation for? But you have it, and you're not ashamed, but you have it. Just like I have jeweler's pliers.
2: I thought you were referencing the fact that also this week... I had to go to my parents' house and pick up the last of the I wasn't referencing belongings, that, but
1: please go on.
2: <laughs> the last of the
1: belongings. It was mostly like pictures, and there was a lot of them, by the way. May I frame this a little bit? Please do. Okay. So your mother, inside of a year ago, passed away.
2: Well, she passed away in March of 2022. So just
1: barely over a year mm-hmm. ago. Yeah. Just barely. But I'm still going to call it inside of because I dates mean nothing to me. Okay. She's brand-newly gone. Mm-hmm. She really is. And your father is not technically married yet, but basically married at this point. And mm-hmm. that's a thing. I think that's a thing that a lot of people experience. Yeah. This isn't to like make fun of right. any situation in your life. No, I, th- I think that's very common. And I myself can point to situations, people I know, where it, men do this. Men get used to having a person in their life and they're like, I can't function without a person in my life. Yeah, exactly. Assign whatever funk anybody wants to, to a why Y <laughs> mm-hmm. doesn't matter. That's what's happened with your dad. And that's not been necessarily the easiest of things to deal with. Yeah. And here you find yourself and he's like, I got to move in with the new person and do stuff and things. And here's a house full of a lifetime of accumulated shit,
2: especially because my parents
1: were loath to throw anything out. Just talk about accumulating random I, stuff that makes in you fairness, sense. Fairness, not to defend your dad, because I'd never do that. Because he's messed up, <laughs> and that was PG language. <laughs> I think anybody of the boomer generation has yeah. accumulated a massive yeah. quantity of stuff.
2: Yeah, or shit. I would if agree your kids with that. aren't listening, yeah.
1: So, here you are. You're confronted with this. Not that you didn't have enough going on in your life. Here you are confronted with this. What? And, hey, screw your grief over your mother passing. Come over and sort through all this stuff that I don't know what to do with because I'm a,
2: okay.
1: I'm the bad stereotype of a man that runs it for all the other men. Okay. Come look through my things. All right. How'd that go? Let's keep this awesome today. It is awesome. (laughs) Can't you tell by my upbeat
2: tone? Yes. So this wasn't my first trip over there. This was my... Third. Third, yes.
1: I know, because I'm the one that's left here with the children, and I'm the version of your dad that doesn't deal with children by himself well. (laughs) I'm not ashamed of that, but I'm not proud of it either.
2: You need to take credit where credit's due. You do great.
1: I manage it well, but it feels panicky the whole time. (laughs) my gosh.
2: I'm not kidding. Anyway, it does. Anyway, my dad is both getting married again next month and also putting
1: their house on the market next month. His Now his house. Yes. What would have been their house. Yes.
2: And so I did have to go over and get the rest of the stuff, and my dad did guilt me into taking this one very random thing, amongst other things, which is this I, wooden, made, a,
1: I made a huge face just yes. because there's no video with this.
2: This wooden um, – game board from the 19 supposedly 1950s that my grandfather, my maternal grandfather had handmade for my mom and her siblings to play Chinese checkers on.
1: Now, is that racist to say? I don't know.
2: I don't It's a think real game. So. It's a it's real, a real game. game. Um I knew this thing existed. I'd seen it in their garages throughout my life, and yes, multiple, they moved a lot. They moved a lot, and they hauled this thing around from house to house. They never used it or did anything interesting with it. Nor my, did
1: the Chinese. <laughs>
2: yes, my dad guilted. And me. they were always
1: <laughs> around the perimeter.
2: Yeah, tried to. He basically did. He he accomplished that goal. He got me to take guilted it.
1: Guilted you into taking it.
2: And. I was just like, no. I do. I love my grandfather
1: so much. Yes. He passed away. We named our youngest child after yes, him. that's Augustine right. Bernard was his name, and we have a, yeah. a young Augustine.
2: He passed away in the early aughts. I loved him dearly. I still love him. He was an amazing man. So it's this is no slight against him. But I'm like, what am I going to do with this dirty,
1: dusty, beat-up gaming board? Well, I think you know, and it's exactly what you did. <sighs> You set it out in the trash. Because I, he didn't, he had no investment in no. it. No! He just was like, oh, you kids that I can't identify with, here's a GD game board. <laughs> Hope you're happy now. I'm going back to work.
2: Wait, my dad said that?
1: No, your oh. Augustine said that, because he was an aircraft Mechanic,
0: no. <laughs> this this endeavor was
1: like the most juvenile of things that he ever made. He literally kept planes in the air, and he yeah, was like, true. "Oh, I guess I'll make you a Chinese checkerboard. I don't even know what that is. I saw a picture in the Sears Roebuck catalog." Yep, Augustine was a powerful man. Yeah, in fact, Augustine. Was half of the equation that gave us the best gift we've ever received, yeah. which was
2: cuisine art. Some people call it cuisine art. We call it cuisine art. Cuisine art. Yeah,
1: that I've heard it called that. before. Feels weird. Anybody who calls it that, feel free to chime in in the Facebook group or forever hold your peace.
2: It's our food processor. We've had it for 25 years. It has. It She's has still a, running strong. Electric
1: motor in it that could literally power aircraft to yeah. win world wars. It's, it is robust. The, the bowl is cracked. Everything There's pieces missing. Everything's falling apart except the actual base <laughs> unit. That's like you can't stop me. It's true.
2: So we call it the Ethel burner, those were my yes, grandparents. Yes. Yeah.
1: It is literally, it's the best gift we ever received. It really is. I'm, I've considered bronzing it.
2: There are two things surviving in our home right now from our newlywed days. One of them's that Cuisinart. The other is the clock on the mantle in there. Oh, that clock's embarrassing. I love it, and we still have it after all this time. I'm
1: sad that I've not brought more to your life than that. I'm going to go kill myself now.
2: That's not necessary. It's too
1: late. I'm (laughs) death-breathing. Okay.
2: (laughs) So, yeah. Here we are.
1: (sighs) Okay. Trying to regroup now to figure out where to go next, because I do have the... Pretosorial responsibilities
2: Don't forget I've got a backup plan I've got the yawns
1: You do have the yawns And you do have a backup plan You readily You readily have brought to us The magic Of And the mystery Reddit (laughs) The magic and the mystery And The The nine out of ten doctors That all advocate a thing That we're all quite familiar with yeah. In the ad- advertisements or advertisements, but I prefer advertisements. There's always that 10th. Who's that 10th doctor that holds out and what is it they have to say? And there's a whole Reddit community committed to the 10th doctor. 10th dentist. 10th dentist. You know, like Specifically, nine out There's still doctors, you disrespectful bunghole. Nice. Nice safe. <laughs> I didn't even get profane.
2: Yeah. So like nine out of 10 dentists agree that Trident is great for chewing was, after your meal. It was meals. four out of five.
1: Okay. Well, it didn't this is the quite make dentists. it to nine out of 10. It was eight point something out of 10.
2: I often forget that the 10th dentist subreddit exists. Mm-hmm. I just never get to it. But it came across my Reddit feed today and I was like, oh my Lord, this is gold. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to share some of the opinions uh, just as a, a bit of context. The way the 10th Dentist subreddit works is people put in their various unpopular opinions. And then if you... Downvotes elevate it. Downvotes elevate it. Yeah, I love that. if you agree with it, you downvote it? Yes. Okay. All right, here we go. At the top of the subreddit right now. If you take UAP sightings seriously, UAP
1: being unidentified aerial phenomenon
2: nice look at you <sighs> i gotta black
1: out for a minute you run that was
2: good if you take uap sighting seriously you should also take bigfoot ghost and Loch Ness monster sighting seriously how did they know
1: that i do oh i do too violently i saw a massive spike on the audio thing that we look at while we record yeah i absolutely take all of that seriously
2: do you want to expand on that, or are you just sort of like that's? It's I all in the same feel realm. Like, and, yeah, I
1: feel like I've shared a lot just with that statement, and now I'm ashamed, and so I need to hide.
2: Do you feel like maybe the through line is just like unexplained things that? Oh, sorry, I
1: hit the mic. You punched the I mic. Hate, I hate it You're when that a happens. Violent animal.
2: Yes, um, just like unexplained
1: things that um, feel unusual. I guess my perspective is that when something non non easily explainable comes along. That what most people would be satisfied with is a pathetic explanation, yeah it's not that I demand that weirdness be a real thing. Okay. It's that if you're demanding that your pathetic explanation of normalness to explain what happened is what we have to rely upon, then damn it, man, I have to rely on the absurd okay, well, that's an interesting take on it. I, like I don't it. trust most people, so that would be my perspective,
2: okay. Here's the next one, which, by the way, I do agree with that because I also do think... You love a conspiracy. I love a conspiracy, and I also think that if you believe something is real, then it is.
1: Well, that's valid, too.
2: Um, Okay, next one. This is a little bit of an oddball one. Could you believe
1: that I'm thin? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank God. Now I might Do
2: you believe you're thin? Not
1: yet, but if you'll keep trying, maybe I can be.
2: This person said, I prefer flat soda.
1: Agree or disagree? (sighs) What a jackass. Interesting. That's my response. Did you ever, I can't agree or disagree. that's just a jacket.
2: Were you ever given flat soda flat coke to settle your tummy when you were a kid?
1: Not coke. Uh, flat seven up when I was vomiting.
2: Okay. Interesting. You? I feel like I've had flat coke for when I don't feel good, but I don't think my parents gave it to me. And then I'm like, where was I that somebody gave me flat coke to so- settle my tummy?
1: It could have been a repressed memory of a terrible invasive thing. I'm
2: just thinking maybe it was summer camp or something.
1: Which is a repressed memory <laughs> of a horrible and terrible thing.
2: This one I do know in advance
1: what your answer is going to be.
2: I prefer to take medicine without water. Of course. You do this. Your daughter does this. Of course. Why wouldn't you bother
1: with a drink to swallow pills when you've got spit.
2: Uh, Yes. I cannot I was literally a teenager before I could swallow pills at all. I have a big
1: psychological block around this. Maybe maybe. So I I grew up in an era where people were transitioning out of what were newly illegal drugs for weightlifting. Yeah. And I was I was big into weightlifting as a young man, mm-hmm. and in the absence of steroid injections, because that wasn't available any longer, right? Yeah. Amino acids were the new answer, and the amino acid pills were literally what people would now call horse pills. They were freaking huge, yeah. And you, it was like the the dose was three to five at a time, and you either had to spit, swallow it, or take the hugest gulp of water ever to try to get that down. It was a challenging thing. Yeah. It's probably what led into the adoption of shower shoes. I do Oh, I maybe don't even so. Know.
2: Maybe so. Okay, here's the next never, one. Never
1: never swallow pills with shower water.
2: That's good life advice. I'm going to read you both the opinion of this one and also their explanation. Okay. This is Redditor, OKBetty9970. Okay, Great name. I have to use profanity. So if okay. you have your kids around, this is a good time to fester real quick. Yeah. Your okay. Shitting in the school bathroom is better than your bathroom at home. That's their opinion. Now listen, here's their reasoning. Uh, you had a visceral reaction to this. I yes, did. Yes,
1: I made a horrible face.
2: Here's their, their uh, justification. Yep, you heard me. Reason I believe this is because at school, you can go to the bathroom and skip class, whereas at home, you're using fun and relaxing time to go shit. Secondly, there's no action at home. At school, there's some funny dude who always comes in and tries to guess who's shitting. It is also funny when a bunch of people come inside the bathroom to vape that you're shitting. <laughs>
1: that's that's current, current era thing. Not when I was a kid.
2: How, but, many, how wait, many? Wait, wait. Okay. Third, it's always fun to see the edgy things people write in the bathroom. This is not the advantage at home.
1: You don't have to poop to see that. <laughs> All right. I want to know. For reals. Okay. How many times in your counted all together, junior high and high school years, did you poop at school?
2: Uh, gosh. I don't think I've ever pooped at school. I was just telling JK this the other day because, okay. Because
1: <laughs> You like to tell him about school, <laughs> school pooping? I'm hey, just- listen here, son. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, I have a story you for you. Don't
1: make it awkward. You're the weird one, not me. Listen,
2: listen, I forgot one of the highlights of the week is I took the twins to see the Mario movie, yeah. which was way better than I thought it was going to be. With
1: Christopher Elizabeth Pratt.
2: Christopher Elizabeth Pratt did not do a terrible job voicing Mario, okay?
1: Okay, it doesn't mean he did a good job, but I. It's not as
2: terrible as I was prepared for. I it. can
1: straddle the fence to just say it wasn't terrible. Okay. Now, straddling the fence always puts splinters in the crotch. That's just <laughs> That's all I'll say.
2: Okay. I asked those kids when we got to the theater before the Our movie started. Kids or some the other twins, kids? not anyone else's okay. kids, although the theater was packed with kids. I asked the twins specifically before we went in the movie theater mm-hmm. do you need to go to the bathroom? No. JK, he's the smaller, bladder of the twins, okay? It's, true, it's During, true. They got drinks. During the movie, two or three times I was like, are you good? Do you need to go to the bathroom? No, no, no. After the movie's over, I'm like, guys, I need to go to the bathroom. Does anyone need to use the restroom? No one. No one says that I need to go potty. We're driving home, and I was like, okay, we got to make one stop on our way home. is to get Daisy's prom outfit from the table. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And JK was like, oh, can you please hurry? I've had to pee since before the movie started. What a jerk. What now, a jerk. I was annoyed. However, I also empathized because when I was his age and on through college, I had the biggest phobia about using public restrooms. Okay. But just for any purpose? Or I didn't for? even like to pee in there. I would okay. hold it for hours upon hours upon
1: hours. So how about college? Now, when college, you were in college, Did you? I
2: think my bladder at that point, the bladder tissue had started to wear down to the point where I was like, yeah, you're going to have to go in public sometimes. Just pee, though.
1: Just pee. You'd hold the poo until you got God, back to yes. the communal pooper in the dorm.
2: Yes. When we would go stay at your parents' house on weekends when we were in college, you poop I didn't the poop whole the time. whole time. No. I, I know this.
1: Immediately, immediately
2: upon getting back to the dorms, I yeah. would immediately You'd have to poop.
1: blow the bathroom up. Yes. I, c- I couldn't.
2: My body wouldn't let me poop at your parents' house.
1: That's interesting. My dad would have been like, go for it, bro. My dad <laughs> was like, all for it. You kill it. Destroy that bathroom.
2: Now, so how about you with the
1: public pooping, and the school pooping especially? I can't think. Now, you have to separate, for me, the experience between the school proper and then the, as we referenced earlier, the field house.
2: Yes, yes, yes. Those
1: are two very different environments. Mm -hmm. Now, I didn't want to poop at either one, but I, I cannot think of a single instance where I pooped at school and, like twice that maybe I pooped at the field house because you can't go through a whole practice with one in the chamber for sure but you can go through a whole school day with one in the chamber there's nothing stopping you there yeah when i think to the the brief moments of time that i worked in a corporate setting outside of coaching that's both corporate and feral at the same time that mm-hmm. one doesn't count mm-hmm. but outside of coaching I can't think of a single time I pooped at the, the corporate office, ever. Interesting. It's
2: not a satisfying experience. No.
1: I don't care who's vaping no. in there. No, <laughs> you're right. Vape all you want. It's, just, it's no good. It's no good.
2: Okay. I have a controversial one for sure. Bring it. This Redditor said, I prefer frozen pizza over regular pizza. Well,
1: that's not as controversial as you think. What do you think about that? I think the pizza that currently our family orders and likes most is probably made from frozen.
2: Oh, how dare. It's
1: delicious and they do a good job, but let's be honest, I don't think it's a far notch above what's available in the frozen food aisles of our local grocers. Yeah. Okay. How about you? How do you where do, how where do you land on this?
2: I actually do have a weird affinity for frozen pizza. I don't know mm. that I would say I like it better, but if you are like here I cooked some we we call them oven pizzas. I made some oven pizza. I'm not going to turn it down. And I'll even kind of like be regretful while I'm eating it, but I'll yeah, still eat yeah. it. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, hey, we've all got to shame ourselves while yes. we do the thing we want.
2: This one hurts my feelings. Especially, Okay. I feel like they put it in the subreddit at this just time. Just to dig to hurt at you? Me. Yes. Stranger Things is the most annoying show I
1: have ever seen. Oof. How, wh- what more? Are you just going to leave it there? You want me to read their reasons? Well, read something so we know how to either support you or convict you. He
2: says it's not the worst show. It's just annoying. Let's start with the main, main character, Eleven i've got nothing against millie okay millie bobby brown yes yes but all that girl in the do- in the show Back up. all that girl did in the show was scream cry whisper and just ugh i get her character is like inexperienced with the world but even by the end she was almost the same and just so unlikable to me will is a whiny little cute oh <laughs> will had to go to the upside down you jerk Uh, And his mom is unbearable to watch on screen. Winona Ryder, legend of our time. This person is uninformed. Um, Now, I will agree with this. Jonathan is staler than moldy bread. Yes. Uh, I knew
1: someone named Jonathan Mulder once, so that feels invasive.
2: (laughs) He does at least say that he likes Steve. Steve Harrington being one of the best characters
1: on the show, for sure. With the hair. With the hair. Um, I have a question. Okay. And this is this may chafe you, because... I love
2: Stranger Things so much.
1: I can't point to anything he said that I necessarily violently disagree with. What is it that you violently disagree with?
2: I think that Millie Bobby Brown does way more than cry and sniffle and scream. I think that she name, presents... Name some things. I think she does a very... Nuanced job of presenting this character. She really embodies this. Nuanced character. is
1: another word for bullshit.
2: No, it's not. Yes, it is. She takes a yes, character who is. has a very both tragic and complicated and difficult to
1: relate to backstory and makes the character relatable.
2: Okay. I do
1: think that. I can't say I agree, but I'm not saying I disagree.
2: I will say this. I do think there are characters on this show who do annoying things and act in annoying ways. I do think that also that there are sometimes unlikable characters in really
1: great television series. That I can agree with entirely. Thank you. But I feel like, honestly, this is, this is the mystery of Stranger Things to me. As I look at it, there's no character that I like. Hopper? I don't even like Hopper. What? I respect Hopper. What? But I don't like well, it. Well,
2: because you didn't finish season four.
1: I couldn't. It was you too. You didn't a, even watch season four. It was four. too exhausting. I watched parts of it. Yeah, you did. Okay. Uh, yeah, thank you. Thank you. For just a, just a little I was trying to credit. remember.
2: I finished it when I had COVID last summer. And I was like, wait, when did I have COVID? But then, yeah, you're right. Yeah.
1: Okay. That was before I fell asleep quite as early as I do now. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I watched a lot of that. Um. Oh God! Now I want to go watch the whole thing again.
2: I love that show so much. You want, me to, you want
1: me to pause the recording? We'll yes. resume next week.
2: <laughs> yes, you'll I'll never
1: make it through the whole thing. I'll be back.
2: That's going to be my new hyperfixation.
1: There, I think to me the magic of the show is that nobody is singularly impressive. It's that as they all play yeah. together, they create something that you'll continue to watch. Yeah, and that's no disrespect to the show. I think it's a great show. I really do. It's just I don't see anybody there that it's like I don't think I don't think anybody truly, honestly can look and say this character is why I'm here. I think it's the interplay because okay. nobody's impressive by themselves.
2: Well, speaking of that, and speaking of storytelling, I have one more. I don't have an opinion on this because okay. I'm not a video gamer. Oh
1: shit! Now it's you're going to put games. me on the spot. I like video games.
2: Here is from Redditor hornier than you at 913.
1: That's not anything to brag about, but go ahead.
2: His, I, I'm assuming it's a him. Okay. Well, could how be, dare you? Could be a, who knows what. Okay. Could be a they. Could be. Here's the uh, statement. A video game's story is just not, no, God, back up. I messed I'm it trying, up. I'm I put trying. too much okay. emphasis on it. Blah, no oh. editing
1: done. Imagine backwards. Yes. Go. A
2: video game story is just as, if not more important, than the gameplay for me, this Redditor says. I don't even mean, know what
1: the hell they're talking they're about.
2: They're saying that the the story is more important than the gameplay. If a game story isn't present, okay, just ignored, okay. then I'm likely to just not give a damn about it and get bored. I don't care how good the gameplay is if you haven't given me a reason to keep playing. It doesn't even need to be a masterpiece or a groundbreaking story. I'll enjoy a simple story told well. Um... With a game like Elden Ring, which I know I know
1: exactly what that is. Okay,
2: with a game like Elden Ring, I didn't even finish because I just didn't care. What will happen if I beat this boss? You will feel accomplished. I mean, narratively, oh, jack shit will happen.
1: (laughs) I mean, that's the whole freaking narrative of all video games. Do whatever in jack shit matters.
2: How do you feel about that? Do you need a strong, or even not strong, but a cohesive narrative to keep you interested and engaged in playing a game?
1: Not necessarily. I view it all as a... Gosh. For anybody that's ever played a game, this will make sense. Mm. If you go back to John Madden Football, which is from the 90s, maybe even... 80s? A tad before. I don't think it goes all the way back to the 80s. But when you went to create a player in that game, you had so many points that Mm. you could allocate towards different things. Mm -hmm. And... I mean, you could overload one area for sure and create a character that was usable in a meaningful way. You could balance, you could do whatever it is you wanted to do. Mm -hmm. As long as you knew how to use what you'd created, Right. you could create something that was meaningful in the experience and more meaningful because you created it. Mm -hmm. And so as it comes to video games, and I, I, I really do believe this to be true far beyond video games, but definitely within that realm, is that your experience and your enjoyment thereof is dictated by, first and foremost, what the most important things to you are, Mm -hmm. as you would experience that. But then, again, this sliding scale of points that you have to push in different areas. So if the storyline is complete garbage, but the gameplay is stellar, Mm -hmm. it's still a worthwhile experience. Okay. If the gameplay is garbage, but the storyline is thrilling, then yay, it still works. Any number of of combinations of that in between. But there is somewhere for each individual participant, and this is what would be reflected in sales Mm -hmm. for that game, there has to be... For a large number or a large enough number of people, a way to balance what matters versus what doesn't, what's most important versus what is second, third, or fourth most important. There has to be a way to get there. Mm -hmm. And so there's a lot of great stories out there with shit gameplay that still manage to sell some games. There's a surprising number of indie games with no story whatsoever that over time develop very meaningful – excuse me, I belched like an ape – meaningful and engaging gameplay that allows you as the controller to do something meaningful. Can I ask? There's a broad world of making it versus what's dung. Oh. Yeah, I said dung. Can I ask (laughs) –
2: can you think of a game you've personally played that was a nice, not perfect, but a nice blend of storyline and gameplay?
0: Mm,
1: a blend of the two.
2: A, an enjoyable blend. Again, it doesn't have to be perfection on either yeah, end, yeah. but an enjoyable blend, like Assassin's Creed. Was that enjoyable? I think, yes,
1: absolutely. Assassin's Creed fits that, as do the Lara Croft series of games. Tomb Raider. There's Raider. The Tomb Raider games. There's yeah. a story... That matters. There's gameplay that's enjoyable that fits both of those. I would look back several years to Mad Max to say that was a game whose gameplay was delightful, whose storyline they completely botched. There's Seven Days to Die, which is an indie game, which has no meaningful storyline, but the the play is meaningful. So there's a there's a myriad of ways a company could land within the realm of playability up to the user base to determine, and honestly, that's what they're after. For sure. How valuable is this? Yeah. What's the last game I played that had a mix of both? I don't even know because it just seems like most people capitalize on one aspect and leave the rest of it up to you.
2: Okay. All right. Well, that's all I've got if you're ready to land this plane. Are
1: you trying to produce me? Nope. I am, in fact, the producer of this show. <laughs> you gave me that right earlier today, and I'm going to wave it around like a pride flag. Like I don't know what else to do. man peeing
2: in his own backyard. And
1: trying not to be a sexual offender in his own backyard. Yep. Let's take a breath. Breathe in. I hope that came over the mic. Now breathe out. I blew your hair as I exhaled. Mm-hmm. It was aggressive. Are there any other things from this week in your personal life that left a mark, if you will?
2: I don't think so. I think we've covered all the I highlights of the, of the you're ground. You're just
1: trying to escape now. You won't even engage in the question.
2: I am engaging, and I'm telling you, I think I that want
1: everyone listening to know this is who I am for Meg. Uh-huh. I'm the one that says, hey, that's some bullshit. Think again. Yeah. It's not always pleasant. But at at the end of the day, I do think it's appreciated or you wouldn't still be here. That's true. (laughs) So think for a minute. Is there anything else that's come across your radar that warranted a a double take, a second look? There were tailor things. There's random news pieces of stuff. Was there anything out there that was not that it's wonderful. It's like it caused you to double take.
2: I don't think so. We've covered the big
1: pieces. Oh, uh, before the... I knew there'd be something. Thank you. I am a master producer. Everyone bow down right now. Thank you. Okay, go ahead.
2: Before the Mario movie (coughs) started, of course, there's the trailers. And I finally saw the trailer for the Barbie movie starring Margot Robbie and Ryan. Robbie? Reynolds. Oh, my God. What's his last name? He's like the most famous Ryan Gosling. Oh, Ryan Gosling. (laughs) That's
1: how you have to say it.
2: And I feel like I might like to watch that movie. Okay.
1: It won't be with me. No. Or Um, I'll watch it through my eyelids as I sleep.
2: Okay. Um, there was some sexual innuendo in the trailer, which the kids mm. for sure did not get. But yeah, I was but like, that's "Oh always, my gosh, that's always
1: what lights your fire." Isn't well, it?
2: it was just very surprising. That was the part that made me do the double take. Okay, okay. I'll show you the trailer later so you can enjoy
1: it. Well, not that you asked, because you're a self-centered butthole most of the time, and don't ever bother to ask me what uh-huh. caught my eye. Yeah, there was nothing for me. <laughs> Unfair. There were a few things, but nothing that I think's worthy of sharing. So, now here we've gone through the first brand new episode of Awesome Today with a new producer, who you've been skeptical about and you don't entirely like, not true. but you, you're not ready to leave him yet. Mm-hmm. Where, right now, in this moment, where's your opinion stand? Um, like thumbs up, thumbs down. However you want to rank it. And you, and you don't have the benefit of looking at numbers for viewership or who skipped through or who just was like, F that, I'm not listening. Yeah. Where do you stand in this moment?
2: I'm going to give it a big thumbs
1: up. One or two? Two thumbs up. are the only two I have. Now I feel like you're lying. I don't feel like you actually give both thumbs. I feel like
2: if I would have said two thumbs up. To start with, you would have been like, that's not a real thing. You either do one or
1: nothing. Um, However you feel, I still feel like the offering of two is inauthentic. (laughs) We'll visit this at a future date.
2: Right after you get me those receipts.
1: Oh, you'll have them. You will grovel at the feet of the awesomes to apologize (laughs) for your your sin against mankind. Okay. In the meantime. Mm Mm-hmm. What should the people do? I think
2: everyone listening, and even those who aren't, should have an awesome today.
1: Would you? Please do. Bye-bye. Bye.